0: Welcome to the Not Your Average podcast where you are empowered from the inside out. Now, today I'm recording using without a mic basically, so I hope that you can hear me properly. And this week's episode is going to be on the subject of growth is not linear. Now, that doesn't mean that growth isn't something where you are continually moving forward and expanding in terms of your mindset as well as the practical and physical things in your life but what I mean by that is how you will necessarily feel on that journey and especially when you are an individual who is working through breaking your own sort of cycles of maybe how you usually respond Or maybe you overgive or overdo, as a lot of us ladies in particular are programmed uh, to do. And if you're looking to step back from that, or if you're looking to make changes, or even just simply make decisions that may not make other people happy, um, it's important that you understand that your growth is not necessarily going to feel like a shiny red carpet walk and that's not to discourage you from going that's just to give you a sense of realism when it comes to growth and what that means for you and I really hope that this podcast is also a a catalyst for you to think about things that are important to you as we continue to live in purpose but also the things that It's food for thought and things that help you implement habits that will contribute to your growth and that habits are what will anchor you when your feelings or your motivations aren't quite there. And that is my first point. In order to grow purposefully and in order to know that you are on the path that is That is really founded on purpose. Is that you have to develop habits that have nothing to do with motivation or your feelings, because our feelings are powerful, whether you are a man or a woman, and they can have the power to determine what you think, therefore what you say, and then therefore what you do, or react or respond. Uh, And I've always talked about the difference between reaction and responding in previous episodes, so do go and um, check those out. And actually, I might do a future episode on emotional self-regulation or emotional control because I think that this is something (laughs) in this world uh, of hyper-communication that we are ironically sort of lacking. But anyway, I digress. Back to my point. When you have solid habits in your life, they keep you in check. They also help you after you've sort of built them into your routine, they become a part of your subconscious. So then when you don't do that, your brain will be like a little alarm bell going ding, ding, ding. You know, you didn't, you know, journal today or you didn't meditate or you didn't pray or you didn't um, go for your walk or your run you didn't do this because not because from a negative place which is unfortunately sometimes what our internal dialogue can be but actually from a place of saying look this is how me as your body is telling you that you responded positively to this in the past and this will help you self-regulate so those habits aren't just for keeping you on track so that you're disciplined because discipline is one of the key tenets of growth and ensuring that you continue to grow in your life, with, regardless of whichever specific area of your life you're personally concentrating on, or whichever one that you're thinking of focusing on as we end 2022 and go into 2023, it's in really important to have habits that underpin and make you sort of have a better opinion of yourself. That's why these habits are there. So not only do they become part of your subconscious, but they help you build relational capital with yourself. We often focus with relational capital on how we build that with other people, whether it be a professional or personal situation. But how are you building relational capital with yourself? Numero uno. Yes, I once knew someone who was a public speaker. Uh, I won't say in which sector or field they spoke in, but I remember them saying, you know, you're the most important, important person in the room. And I remember thinking, um, that's a bit, you know, arrogant, hubristic, but then he went on to expand and saying, if you don't consider yourself to be the most important person in the room, you won't take care of yourself. You won't prioritize your self-care. You won't prioritize your peace. You will be allow yourself to be stretched any which way. You will allow yourself to, again, as I mentioned in terms of habits, to not have a routine that works for you. You will allow yourself to have the habit of entertaining conversations that make you feel uneasy. But because, again, you don't think you're the most important person in the room, you will entertain that because you're trying to be polite when really people actually respect you when you stay in your own frame when you stay true to your values when you stay true to your own, own opinions and I think that though the importance of habits is that they also form not only how you have an opinion of yourself but they also teach other people how to treat you so if you are focused on say being an early riser i used to think i was a night owl i did i used to think oh i love the afternoon whatever you know i work best actually (laughs) when it comes when it came to it i really love being awake in the early morning when it's quiet because i feel that there's a sense of stillness that we don't necessarily get once the day starts because you're either on your phone or you're either answering emails or you are either um, looking at social media which I really don't advise especially first thing in the morning because it's messaging it's also designed to put your dopamine levels up which fries your dopamine levels and so you, you know you also can't get natural dopamine from sort of delayed gratification and that, that comes from achieving something as a result of your habits for example so again I used to think okay I'm not a morning person and I wouldn't say that I'm you know skipping through the meadows (laughs) when I get up in the morning but building the habit of sort of changing my habits has in that way has really shown me that I number one can change and that change in something as sort of foundational as your sleep pattern which actually does affect your physiology it affects your health it affects your concentration levels during the day, it affects your ability, your cognitive abilities. And so being able to change something as fundamental as that to my well-being means that if I can do something like that, which just takes a couple of months, then what else can you do? What else can your habits impact? What else can your habits help you sort of... Um, build into your life that helps you not only create live beyond your feelings but actually create that positive relationship with yourself because that's where the growth lies in the micro not necessarily in the macro so the macro are your big goals they may be things that you want to hit biannually they may be things that are just a one-off maybe you're saving up for something maybe you're looking forward to a holiday maybe you're Doing a renovation maybe you are wanting to move countries jobs cities maybe you are embarking on new relationships so whatever it may be your habits will form would de- also determine not only whether you have a good relationship with yourself but whether you are able to handle the next level of growth that comes with whatever opportunities present themselves because it's like you know trying to run for the train or run for the marathon should i say that's a good example but you haven't trained and so you think okay i've signed up for this marathon which is 26 miles i'm not sure how much that is in kilometers but you know we have this lovely thing called google and then you start saying to yourself well i'm just gonna start maybe training like two three days before But by that time, (laughs) you know, your body's not quite prepped to run 26 miles. And so if you had built in the habit maybe half a year earlier or even a year earlier to get yourself prepped, then it means that when it comes to the opportunity of running that marathon, you are ready. That's another thing about growth. The habits help you sort of stay ready so you don't have to get ready. I am a big fan of that because often in time times in life things aren't as um sort of set in stone or life can be unpredictable basically as we have all seen and some of that unpredictability we usually think and we usually assume it's negative but actually that unpredictability is also positive things are you able to have and build the habits so that your growth means that you're ready for the next level that you're ready for whatever may come next so this linear sort of idea that everything's going to either you know when people say oh when when it rains it pours again we tend to think of the negative but what happens when you have opportunity versus opportunity and You haven't taken the time, for example, to cultivate a mindset of stillness or a mindset of discernment or an ability to take a step back and not make decisions based on pressure, but you're making decisions based on um, a reaction or a knee-jerk reaction or a move where you are forced back or where you feel that you need to... Um, make a move because that's what the tick box exercise in life you know that we all are indoctrinated with says that you should do so again it's looking at your habits and making sure they're helping you stay ready so you don't have to get ready they're helping you build that emotional regulation but they're also helping you build that positive social capital, relational capital with yourself because your internal dialogue is the most important that you listen to, whether you are aware of it or not, whether you are in, you, you allow yourself to regulate it or not. So begin by forming habits that help you deal with the ups and downs of growth. Because sometimes growth won't feel great and that is my second point. Growth won't always feel um, the most positive but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not growing. It means that you're shedding the belief systems, the paradigms, the thought processes that you had held beforehand that said, oh I need to make decisions that make everyone like me or I need to never disappoint anyone or I need... To always do everything perfectly, or I need to um, never sort of um, show weakness. I say that with air quotes. So picture that, or um, I don't. I can't let anybody in because of X, Y, Z. So we all have different things that impact various areas of our life. And so when you are looking at growth, it's important to give yourself that perspective and that grace to know that it won't always feel great when you are in the midst of doing the work, when you are in the midst of evaluating and analyzing how you feel, because that's actually growth, to be actually aware of how you feel, not act on it, but actually ask yourself, so why am I feeling that way? What is triggering that? And being somebody who can be able to do that is, it's a huge step because we all, again, are programmed to live on autopilot. A lot of people, particularly with the sort of craziness that's going on with various economies around the world, and are so focused on surviving and doing things to ensure that they are just simply warm <laughs> this winter, that being able to take a step back and really look at these things and do the work It sometimes can be seen as a luxury, but I would argue that giving yourself that grace and knowing that grace is not linear is actually essential to you even being able to deal with these crazy things that are happening in the world at the moment. And so that giving yourself that ability to step back, question those thoughts, tell yourself, you know what, I don't feel great at this moment in time but that's because my brain is trying to get me to stick with this thought process that's because my brain is trying to get me to prove myself that's because my brain is getting me to sort of um feel like i need to explain myself or that's because my brain is still getting me to do x y and z because that's what the sort of it's been hardwired to do up until now but as i mentioned in point one change is possible Our personalities are not sort of set in stone or linear. There are certain things that are um, intrinsic to each and every one of us. There are... It can be your interests. It can be your... Which also could change, again. But it can be whether you are leaning more on the extroverted side or the introverted side. So there's all manner of things that are foundational to your baseline behavior. But when it comes to... The other things that usually are impacted by our experiences in life, those are things that we can unlearn and undo, but that unlearning is not going to be a walk in the park. I'm sorry to break it to you. It's not always going to feel great, but that's the good news in the sense that it teaches you how to release self-judgment. When you say, I don't always need to feel like I'm walking through a meadow of daffodils," in order (laughs) to um, know that the work I'm doing on my mindset, you know, on how I respond, on how I react, on who I give energy to, what I give energy to, on how I take care of myself, all of that, again, you will go through feelings of guilt, you will go through feelings of, I want to backpedal, because again, our brain loves comfort, familiarity, it loves to keep us safe, sometimes we may, not be in physical danger but we perceive for example things that trigger abandonment or rejection as danger so sometimes your brain can't tell the difference so it will try to get you to go back to that by you know having a a freeze or a fawn response and so I do encourage you to sort of study those responses we always talk about um fight or flight but there's also freeze and fawn as the other responses which a lot of people have And so I think it's important to, again, show yourself that grace and, you know, at the end of the day, give yourself a break, okay? Not only is it cold and dark outside, but um, giving yourself a break doesn't mean that you slack on those habits. It's just more about acknowledging every day what you did well, acknowledging the things that are bothering you, and then thinking okay what can I do about it or is this just a lesson that I just have to feel the discomfort sometimes you just have to learn how to feel the discomfort because I've observed that the most successful people aren't people who don't feel discomfort or fear or a sense of apprehension or aren't you know afraid of disappointing people they can just stomach it and they don't allow that to number one determine their self-worth or their self-perception and self-concept which I talked about on the last episode so definitely go check that out but they number two um, they don't allow it to make their decisions for them negatively so that leads me on to my final point about growth sort of not being linear is that you have to Create a sort of surrounding, I'm trying to find the right word, uh, um, not just foundation, but an environment that is conducive to growth. Now, I as an adult, I understand we don't all have a choice as to the environments that we find ourselves in. Now we do have way more choice, for example, than minors, obviously. But what I will say is that you have to cultivate relational environments that allow you to grow, that don't shame your growth, or that don't guilt trip your growth, or that don't find your growth to be something jarring. Listen, I'd break it to you. Not everyone is going to be happy when you make decisions where you are showing up for yourself, or where you are doing things that are Um, helping you take up opportunities for example so again sometimes it's not always just bad things sometimes it's good things so in order to go from the good to the great sometimes you have to sort of let some things go so again it's also having that discernment but you can't have that clarity of thought or that ability for example to withstand the discomfort of um, making those decisions if you don't create environments in your life um, internally as well as externally that sort of cultivate that growth, that that sort of champion that growth and that aren't sort of um, wanting you to stay stuck because we all love comfort, we love it when things are easy and warm and cosy, it feels great. And there are seasons and moments in life, I would argue daily, that we need that. However, most of our growth happens when we're just outside of our comfort zone. So again, I'm not telling you that you have to set yourself a target to climb Mount Everest in the next two months. Let's not go crazy here. What I am saying is that in order for you to grow, you can't surround yourself with people who like an old version of you or who don't support a new version of you you can't keep on sort of engaging in conversations about you or say things about yourself that don't celebrate your growth or don't celebrate what you're about or that don't enhance your well-being so again This is partly some of the choice that you do have, because again, cultivating that environment isn't just about the people in in the places that you surround yourself with. It's also about your internal environment. And that goes back to my first point about your habits, creating habits that help and hinder you. But as the saying goes, when a flower doesn't bloom, you don't look at the bud, you look at the soil. So what is the soil of your life saying? What is the soil of your mindset your relationships your money your health saying especially in these times when that is such a huge focus you know what are you doing to cultivate and invest in those things um, knowing that you know there will be a return you may not get it straight away but there will be a sense of accomplishment and there's no better Feeling and knowing that you're living according to your values and according to your purpose and helping other people to do the same according to what resonates with them. So I hope this episode helped you sort of gain some perspective because it doesn't feel great um, sometimes and you won't always be sort of singing you know at the rooftops going you know today I said no for example or You know, today, you know, I went for a run or whatever it may be, whatever your goals are or whatever your internal growth goals are. I think it's important to give yourself that perspective, but also have the practical tools to sort of help you move beyond your feelings because your feelings are momentary. If you think about it, you know, for example, as soon as I have a lovely plate of food in front of me, for those couple of minutes, (laughs) You know, our feelings will be so focused on the food that you'll forget. That should tell you how malleable um, your mind is, which is an asset to you, and how you can make a positive use of your imagination, which is a great gift that we have, and your free will as well. So, as ever, share this with those in your world who need some encouragement or a reminder this week about how growth is not always linear. You're not, you know, it's not always going to be, you know, rainbow and rainbows and lollipops. But it is worth you being comfortable with the uncertainty that growth brings. It's it's worth you not giving up. And I think that there are many sort of gifts or memes on the internet that show the guy who... There's two guys sort of carving away, trying to find... You know diamonds in the rough and then one guy quits just before just before he's about to hit the um diamond sort of i don't know i I don't know what you call them but uh, where you find the minerals in the ground he quits just before because he feels like i've been doing this for so long and i can't see it but the thing with growth is that there's compound interest so just like when you work out you're not going to see anything in a week or two weeks But in a couple of months, if you stick with it, boy, you're going to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated before you know it because that's what happens with compound interest. Sometimes the work that you're doing feels invincible, but it actually has a a legacy impact. So again, as ever, share with those in your world. Write down things that you think that you can work on, habits that can help you stay focused and disciplined when it comes to your growth, things that help you take a break and give yourself perspective about, hey, it's, you know, it may not always feel great, but I'm growing and glowing, as the Instagram girls would say, and also to cultivate environments within yourself and externally that help you grow. As ever, thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.